Hi, dreamers. This is Lucy, and welcome to another episode of the Self Made Expats with Lucy Jan, where I interview expats from all across the globe to share their inspiring and motivating stories. Today, I'm here with Devon Kekulina D'Angelo, the CEO and co-founder of Landing. Devon is from Hawaii. She was born and raised in Honolulu, and in 2014, she moved to Paris, and now she's based in Paris and Los Angeles. In March of 2022, about a year ago, Devon and her co-founder Nasara founded Landing with a mission to make the experience of travel planning frictionless. Inclusive and creative. As someone who loves traveling, I'm so excited to learn that landing helps people experience the world through personalized itinerary discovery powered by their creator marketplace. I can't wait to learn more about landing today. Um, but before creating landing, Devon worked in marketing, media relations, global social media management, and digital events activations for over 10 years with expertise in travel, hospitality, tech. Beauty, luxury, retail, and many industries in the B two C and B two B sectors. I'm super excited to learn more about her journey from Hawaii to Paris and Los Angeles, and also her story of you know creating landing. Welcome to the show, Deva. So happy to have you here today. Thank you for having me, Lucy. I'm super happy to be here. Thank you. Well, okay, I have so many questions, but let's start with Hawaii. I've never been to Hawaii, but I always wanted to, you know, travel to Hawaii. You know, Hawaii is a place I don't know. Like, you know, I'm from South Korea, so a lot of Koreans yeah. go to Hawaii for their honeymoon. So a lot of people tend to like save Hawaii until they get married. Uh, but you know, I haven't <laughs> been yet. <laughs> so yeah, you were born and raised in Hawaii, and I'm curious, like, you know, how was growing up in Hawaii, and also I'm curious. Did you always know that you will leave Hawaii one day and leave somewhere else? Yeah,、um, I mean, Hawaii is a super special place. I don't know if I told you also that I'm part South Korean, in addition to being Hawaiian. Oh my god,、yeah, that's、what? a whole other story. <laughs> yeah,、um, yeah. One of my my ancestors actually made the journey from、uh, Seoul to Hawaii. Uh, as a baby, her mom was a picture bride, and she married a Hawaiian mixed man, and here we are. <laughs> so we have a connection. <laughs> I had no idea. Yeah. Wow. 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 That's one of the like many sort of stories in Hawaii where it's just such a cultural melting pot. You know, there was the plantations、um, in the early 1900s, and so especially a lot of different、um, Asian cultures. You know, Japanese, Chinese, Korean. Vietnamese, it's a it's a very、um, sort of、uh, mixed place in that way, in a very special way.、Um, but yeah, it's just there's sort of a fun fact between the two of us. But yeah, I mean Hawaii, it, it's it's a super special place. I don't think I realized how、um, how special it was until I moved away.、Uh, but it's you know it's a it's a it's a cultural melting pot. There's something that is really important.、Um, I think especially coming into the sort of Foreground now is the、um, sort of preservation of Hawaiian culture as well,、mm. um, just because you know, it, and a lot, a lot of people don't know this. I personally, even being part Native Hawaiian, I didn't learn that Hawaii was、um, or Hawaii was a sovereign country 
and uh, and that was illegally overthrown to become the 50th state um, wow. of the United States. Yeah, and I had so, no but, idea. <laughs> yeah, and even myself, I didn't, I didn't, you know, I went through the school system my whole life. And I didn't learn until college that that was the case, which is really sad. Um, but it's right now. There's a lot of. Uh, sort of celebration around culture and especially Hawaiian language. Yeah. Um, and so um, that part is, is, is really special, especially about, um, you know, if you were to visit there now mm-hmm. versus, versus maybe before. Um, but yeah, people are just really kind. Uh, mm-hmm. They're really welcoming, you know, the spirit yeah. of, of Aloha. It's, it's, it's a real living, breathing, breathing thing. Um, mm-hmm. And, and yeah, I think it, it, it was, I was extremely, uh, you know, it's a very rare uh, and special experience to have been able to have been born there, raised there uh, for the first 24 years of my life before before moving abroad. So yeah, I definitely visit visit uh, visit Hawaii when you have yeah. when you have the chance. It's a great place. Yeah. Oh my gosh, like Hawaii just like makes me feel so calm. Like I heard mm-hmm. that is it true that like. I guess it's true, but like I heard that like Hawaii, do you feel like, you know, people are more slow paced in Hawaii and more chill, relaxing, beach, that kind of, I love that kind of vibe. I'm just curious because I've never been. (laughs) It's definitely just, you know, you're, you're just sort of existing um, Mm. and, and, you know, appreciating the, the beauty of of the people of the mm. of the islands of the air mm. of the sunsets yeah it's it's a really great place it is really challenging nowadays um to be able to to live there it has become increasingly expensive um so as a, as a resident especially uh you know for hawaiian people but it's it's definitely um, and that's something that we want to be able to do for you know places like Hawaii and all over the world with landing. But also being able to provide sort of educational resources mm-hmm. on on how you're able to to visit those types of places and you know maybe leave a positive mark if it's volunteering yeah. somewhere or whatever that looks like. But yeah, definitely go. <laughs> I want to. <laughs> yeah. I will. I will. Yeah, you will. And I'll send you an itinerary on landing. Yeah. And then I will use landing to, you know, to get my personalized itinerary. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) And okay. And then like you lived in Hawaii for the first 24 years of your life and then you moved to Paris. So yeah, I mean, what made you decide to leave Hawaii and go back? I I saw that you went back to school in Paris in France. So can you tell us more about that? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, and so just to sort of track back a little bit before I made that move, I actually, so I went to grads or I went to um, the University of Hawaii at Manoa first. And while I was doing my undergrad, I did a study abroad in Paris in 2010 for one semester. And that sort of totally changed this trajectory of, <laughs> of what my life looks like today. Um, and so in that one semester, I was taking language courses at the Sorbonne and, um, that, you know, like pretty much a lot of people that visit there, not everyone, but, you know, fell in love with Paris and I just absolutely had to figure out how in the heck I was going to get back there someday. Um, and so that sort of, and then following that and my, uh, you know, new, um, sort of 
awakening of how much I just totally fell in, fell in love with the French language. Um, I did another exchange in Montreal in 2012, still during my undergrad. Oh, and wow. so that kind of pieced together um, uh, my sort of initial foundation of, um, you know, Francophone and um, culture and French language together. But yeah, I think before moving to Paris, that was, I, I worked in Hawaii for about four years. I wanted to have some professional experience under my belt um, before, you know, just going straight into grad school. But that definitely seemed like the the best path in for the vision that I had of being a working professional. Um, I really wanted to work in, in an international environment uh, and speaking French and living in Paris and just having living what was seemed like such a, a dream that seemed so far and unreachable, unreachable um, versus now that that was uh, sort of the where where I had reached all of my goals. I became a French citizen and all of that mm, before starting yeah. landing, which we can get into. And if that can help anyone else on their sort of path to, to citizenship um, somewhere else. But yeah, I think in Hawaii, I, I definitely was getting island fever a little bit because yeah. it, is, <laughs> it is in the middle of nowhere, um, which it makes, you know, that, which is so beautiful and amazing. But I, I wanted to to meet people of different cultures mm -hmm. i wanted to 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 have new experiences mm -hmm. um to complement the the life i had lived up until that point mm -hmm. um so yeah making the shift and going to grad school seems like the best next step of you yeah. know getting my foot in the door and then figuring out how i was going to be able to stay from that point yeah i agree i feel like it was a strategic kind of move you know definitely yeah, because you yes. had like four years professional work experience already and then yes. uh go to paris and study there and then after graduating after graduation you can just like start working you know professionally mm -hmm. so i think it's, it's very strategic i think that's really that sounds really good and Thanks. yeah personally i love paris <laughs> Yes, like, me too. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I mean, there are many amazing places in the world, but Paris, it's just like, it's, I, I don't know, I cannot, I don't know, there's, there's, one, there's no word to describe that city, it's just like, I don't know, it's just like, I, I it's just amazing, so like, for me, I, I remember I, I, I traveled to Paris when I was, I think, twenty. 22 20, I, I i did my exchange in Sweden. yeah yeah so and then mm. like traveled to paris with my, i think alone or with my friend i can't remember and then i fell in love with the, the city and the bridge yeah. like pongnev bridge and those kind of like amazing places and then like yeah and then eiffel tower and just yeah parks and i'm yeah paris is just amazing and i french is such a beautiful language i tried to learn french but i gave up how do you have any secrets like do you like why did you i'm just personally really curious like why did you fall in love with french language and was it difficult to learn uh french oh, it's an extremely difficult language I don't yeah, know. yeah it is yeah, yeah i don't know why um that is the language that my life chose um if anything you know, I probably Spanish would have been the language mm. um, that would make more sense. But for some reason, uh, French was it for me. But yeah, I think, and I remember studying, you know, that first semester abroad, and I would ask the teacher, I'm like, there's a rule here. Mm -hmm. But it's, you know, 
a grammar rule, but there's like a million exceptions. Yes. You have the rule. I was like, make it make sense. I was like, so how am I supposed to remember this? And yeah. she's like, you just have to memorize it. I was like, this is impossible. Wow. Um, but it is a lot of just like contextual and just honestly just like going for it. Mm. You know, have a glass of wine, get in there, go meet people and just blurb out whatever comes out. And eventually it starts to formulate and make sense. And people get the essence of what you're saying, get the essence of what they're saying. And it just sort of builds from there. Wow. I want to come to Paris <laughs> now after talking to you. <laughs> yeah. I got my landing itinerary oh, for you. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. 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 I can't wait to use landing. Well, for my yes. parents and how long I'm so excited. Okay. So, okay. So, and, um, and you studied communications and, um, you know, I, I mentioned briefly about, you know, in, in the intro as well, but like you have over like 10 years of experience in like marketing media relations and like, and you worked with renowned brands like PayPal, you know, well, a professional, Sebastian professional, aka Cody, I guess. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm just curious, like, how did you choose this career path? And then what did you like the most about it? Yeah, I mean, communications as a topic to study is so vast it can mean so many different things um but i think studying it academically i really i really would get into it with like theory and you know doing sort of um uh research projects on uh you know cultural sensitivity and and how different cultures would communicate or you know when like twitter was on the rise doing a sort of uh, assessment on um what communities were sort of the types of communities that would form around a hashtag or I don't know, just those types of, um, of sort of deeper subtopics within, within communications as an umbrella. I was, I was just really interested to delve deeper into. Um, but professionally, I think I got to do, to work sort of both sides of, my brain creatively, and then also project manager wise. And my one of my first um, jobs uh, in Paris was uh, was at a, a global agency called BBDO. So they're part of an Omnicom group. Um, and I got to be a social media manager for these huge beauty brands. And I was like, crazy, uh, dream job, but even like how that came to be, I, I can touch on that too, but um, which it's, you know, when you put yourself, you can have a strategy mm-hmm. and you work towards it and you have, you know what your end goal wants, what, what you want it to look like, but you're like, how the heck am I going to get, am I going to get there? So you make these little tiny incremental yes. steps, but like for that job, uh, my, the, my future boss found me through a LinkedIn search, like there's no way I could have controlled that outcome yeah. or made that happen. You know, all that to say just that, that, you know, the sort of, you know, if it's not too woo woo, but like, yeah, yeah. like meet you where you are. Right. And um, if that's where you're supposed to be heading, things yeah. just start happening yeah. and to help you get to where you, where you see yourself being. Um, and yeah, so that's just kind of how my, my communications career sort of, piece started to piece together, um, which is a pretty 
pretty beautiful, but yeah, I think it's, it's, it's pretty getting to work in social media specifically, uh, Mm -hmm. was super fun because it was a job that didn't really even exist maybe like 10 years prior. Uh, right. Yeah. So yeah. Or even like what you're doing in like the podcast space, there's all of these completely new, but like very, uh, credible and like viable professions. Mm -hmm. Um, and we just got to like, have fun with it, getting to work with awesome clients. Uh, I've got to work with some of the most, um, you know, highly skilled, incredible people and just really, really, really good at what they do wow. on the creative and like strategy side. Wow. So I think like agencies just in general of communications is something that, um, that people are interested in. It's like a crash course. It's highly intensive in terms of like work hours, get ready to do all nighters all the time. But, um, you get to, you, you just learn so much and you get to work with incredible people to deliver, you know, award-winning work. It was, it was a really good experience. Yeah. It's really, I agree. It's really amazing that like, you know, when we work with such an intelligent people, like as you said, Mm. creative and strategic, it just inspires us as well. Right. Definitely. Wow. Yeah. I think too, like that, that was also one of the main experiences, um, kind of one of the key pieces in the puzzle on my path to citizenship. Mm. Um, cause I re- that was the other, I was like, okay, I'm here. <laughs> How am I going to stay? Yeah. Um, right. And so in France for France specifically, cause that's, that's what I, uh, what my experience was, um, in terms of on my path to citizenship, but even just to get a work visa, uh, BBDO had to sponsor me. Uh, they had to pay a tax to the government and they had to justify why I was the only person in the country of France that could do the job. <laughs> we need Devon. <laughs> <laughs> so like that's, that, that's also just like mind boggling, but yeah. I think being a native English speaker, mm-hmm. um, and working on global accounts, that was my tiny niche because French people are, are extremely intelligent and extremely creative Mm. um but not having native english and the need for that for working on global accounts that was where i could sort of fit myself into into or positioning position myself Mm -hmm. um for that dossier uh but yeah and then from that point i got a i I had a one-year visa where we had to directly reapply just to get Mm. that that was the whole a whole deal and then um I got a four-year visa and then I was like I never want to do this again and so, yeah it's so stressful <laughs> isn't it it's, right it's so yeah, yeah. <laughs> constantly worrying uh, about the work visa and am I gonna oh, stay man. here what's my <laughs> you just want to yeah. like, make sure that you can just like live and work there without thinking about visa right I, I yeah totally originate with you yeah yeah and so and also over time it was also just like I feel and I am French and so it was just, you know, having that shift mentally um, wow. in terms of like your identity. I know it's pretty crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of just like, I am French and that this, I, this paperwork just needs to figure itself out so that it's representing who I am. But making that jump of just like, I'm here to work and I'm tied to a company to like, this is part of my identity yeah. is, is definitely pretty, pre- pretty crazy. Yeah. <laughs> What was it like a very long journey to get a French citizenship or like, was it like quite smooth or how was your experience? Oh, 
Definitely not smooth, and I don't think it's smooth <laughs> for anyone. Yeah, a lot of paperwork, I bet. Yeah. Oh man, so much paperwork. There's all kinds of Facebook groups and Reddit wow. pages, and but you know, people supporting each other on on um, whatever is transparent. However, they're able to be transparent, but it's so that's kind of one of the beauties of French culture is just the sort of non-linear way that things come to be. Oh, um, okay. Especially when it comes to paperwork or like a process. <laughs> wow, interesting. And, yeah, but it's kind of just this like beautiful chaos sometimes. Mm. Um, but it all ends up coming together. And so that's also just sort of something where you just kind of have to, you do what you can. Mm-hmm. You are often going to get met with a no before a yes. That's just a cultural thing. It's a cultural um, thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's a cultural thing. And and that's okay. And that's just that's just how it is. And so it's accepting that, um, which I think is a pretty, that's a pretty big life lesson just like generally of like yeah. how things don't, might not work initially or it's like, oh no, they said no, but like, who cares? You go around it and you oh. figure out how to how to make it happen but yeah it was a it was a very a a lot of paper I'm very sorry for the trees um (laughs) the amount of paperwork for my dossier uh but yeah it it ended up happening the way it was supposed to so that's 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 great (laughs) wow you know when I was in my 20s I was like you know on my bucket list I was like you know living in Paris is one of the things that I really wanted to do in my focus. We can't, but, you know, we cannot do everything that we want to do, right? So it's just like begging my mind always. But yeah, oh my gosh. Like, you can't do everything you want to do, Lucy. Like, oh, I can? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely can. I love that. Yeah, it's a shift of mind, right? Mind shifting, right? I can, yeah. right? Yeah, okay, you I'm booking can. my flight. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll jump on on kayak or wherever you book your flights after this (laughs) oh I love it I love it okay so (laughs) well you're definitely you have such an extensive experience both in Hawaii and Paris working with this global companies on their social media management um and I'm I'm really curious about your you know entrepreneur journey and how you decided to create landing with your co-founder so yeah like about a year ago in march 2022 you and your co-founder nasara um left your full-time jobs to work full-time on your company landing um how was that journey because like you know when we are when we have like a full-time corporate job it's kind of like it's a bit safe right not a bit safe (laughs) right so yeah, I mean, like, you had obviously a great career in corporate. Weren't you feeling, like, scared to take that leap? And also, I'm curious, you know, what would be your advice for people who are afraid of taking that leap? Yeah, I mean, it's pretty crazy. We left our jobs <laughs> into, <laughs> into this uh, crazy adventure, Uh but yeah, it's, it's, I think what it came down to, because we were in an incubator, um, a remote incubator, my Nasara, she's also um, a dual French citizen. Mm-hmm. She and I actually, um, she and I actually met in Paris on our first day of grad school at uh, orientation. 
wow. which is really sweet and adorable. And I love that that's a part of our, a part of our story. Um, but yeah, and then we were just became best friends and her background is more so, um, she also worked in marketing, but then she, uh, shifted more into, uh, technology working as a PM for startups, fortune 500s. Um, and so she, uh, and I, you know, we, I think we got to the point where we, it was scarier to stay in our jobs Mm. than to leave them. If that makes sense. Oh my gosh. Wow. You know, where it's just like, we have to, every time we were planning trips, we were like, landing needs to exist. And we, we did make, you know, the, the jump to, but we were still working our full-time jobs of being in an incubator. We, you know, uh, we're doing what we needed to do, but there's only so much, you know, threshold that you are able to, to sustain before, it's, you know, something's got to give for you to start really building your company. And it was, we just, we had to, we just had to do it. It was, it was, uh, you know, do it or die kind of thing. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a little morbid, but <laughs> no, I, yeah. Yeah. Go on. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, yeah, it's, it, 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 we just, we had to, it was scarier to stay than to leave. Wow. I feel like I've never heard that. Like mm. it's scarier to stay than leave. I mean, yeah. this is like, like my, like, yeah, <laughs> you probably saw my facial expression when you still, yeah. like, <laughs> I've never heard that it's scarier to stay than, oh my goodness. This is like, it's so incredible. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I should yeah, like. I mean, I'm gonna remember that. Like, whenever mm-hmm. you know, I'm scared of like doing something new because, like, you know, we're you know, it's exciting. You know, yeah, it's it's always kind of like scared because I think it's this uncertainty and unknown, right? We don't mm-hmm. really know what's gonna happen, but at the same time, it can unfold in very very beautiful way as well. There's a possibility in both ways. Um, yes. Yeah. So we chose possibility. Oh my god! Yes, <laughs> <laughs> yes that's a. I, I know. I, I just. I. I wish that for for everyone. If they, if mm. whatever that looks like, if it's taking a a cooking class or, yeah. you know, blowing up your life and <laughs> and <laughs> taking a trip or whatever that looks like, like for that for that person, it's really contextual. Mm. Um, but yeah, just no regrets. We had the idea for landing in grad school. So it's been, it's been quite some time. Yeah. It was some time and you know, life happened. We were getting, we had jobs and we we would keep coming back to it. Uh, But it it was to the point where just like, we have, we have to do this (laughs) and it needs to be now. And it was during the pandemic, right? Cause we joined our incubator in mid 2021 um and so it was just you know that there was a you know a good amount of startups that were sort of sprouted in that time because i we definitely weren't the only people that were that were feeling that way about about a, you know a startup idea or whatever mm-hmm. that looked like for a lot of people yeah but honestly like when i you know when i saw like you know when i learned more about landing like i've never seen anything like landing like this is like so cool and I think it's really aligned with where future is heading to as well, especially like, you know, like 
people use Instagram and like, you know, there, there are many, many creators. There are going to be more creators in the future. And yeah. lending is the place for both, you know, uh, travel creators and also the companies who want to also promote their uh, traveling services, <laughs> products, yeah. I guess. Yeah. yeah, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so, you know, just to sort of pedal back, but when we were grad students and we were like planning these trips, you know, you're when you're in the travel planning mode, you're saving content on Instagram, as you just said, mm-hmm. you're researching through seas of blog posts, trying to figure out what are the different things people are recommending? You're asking your friends. Nowadays, like TikTok is like the one, even uh, comparable search engine to to Google search, um, where people are researching their like best restaurants in Paris or, mm. um, you know, looking for that sort of information through search that way. But yeah, when we were just like, and, and you end up making some Excel sheet or Google Doc, if you're the type A friend, like, <laughs> I can see your face. You definitely yeah. also are. That's me. Um, you're welcome, non-type A friends, for planning all of your trips. Um, but yeah, and we're just like, why? Why is this so hard? And um, I had to think, and I was, I made this really comical. Uh, you know, uh, wireframe. Now it's comical because I just, I just was creating shapes on PowerPoint <laughs> and put together what actually looks pretty. It pretty. It it resembles quite closely in terms of functionality of what we're actually going to be putting out wow. um, when we launch this March. But yeah, just thinking of what the solution could look like, look like to streamline streamline that process for people. When it's, you know, not focusing on like, yes, before and after um, you book your your flights or transportation and accommodation, but like all of the research that goes into uh, what you're actually going to do in that place before mm. you, you make the decision to book. Um, and yeah, so our, our solution now is just really streamlining that from kind of like, do you use Pinterest? I love Pinterest. I yes. love that's like you know whenever I manifest, whenever I want to manifest something, I go to Pinterest and save all the things and I just look yes. at them. Like it just makes me so happy. Like there, especially like travel, like travel, like destination traveling destinations, mm-hmm. those beautiful photos. I save like a bunch of them. Yes, yes, I do use totally. Pinterest, yeah. <laughs> so to say, <laughs> the answer is yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, my answer is yes. <laughs> that's the best yes answer I've ever heard um but yeah like thinking about exactly that like what does Pinterest do they help you take they help you take inspiring content um and you create this like beautiful board of all of these things that inspire you about a certain topic um called pins and then they inspire you to go and do do that thing if you're doing a board for your living room uh, you how you want to redesign your bedroom or, or, you know, there's so many different fashion, like there's so many different topics in Pinterest. The only, and, you know, to do that, the call to action would be uh, purchase the things that yeah. are in that board, right? Mm-hmm, but there's true. a missing piece when it comes to travel. You're making this mm-hmm. travel board with all of these beautiful images, but you can't click buy your Pinterest yeah. board, right? Yeah, that is so true. And it's one of the, and it's a trending topic on Pinterest. um, And, uh, but it's, it's one of those, those topics that you can't, there's, it's on a clear path from discovery to being able to take action and go and do 
um, take the trip that you're visualizing in your Pinterest board. And so we're really taking that sort of user behavior and, um, and we're going to have a database of instead of just pictures, it's going to be personalizable itineraries where you can type in, you know, 10 days in Paris in summer or whatever that looks like um, for your for your research. And you're going to see all of these inspiring itineraries in a very um, in a very open format. And then from there, it's like, what are the steps that you need to do to take the trip, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you're probably going to want to collaborate with your friends if you're traveling with yeah. other people. Yeah. So bringing them in um, oh, wow. and you're probably going to want to, you know, use this, uh, you know, if you're following this creator where you're like, oh, I just loved what she did in her last trip to um, Sicily. I want to do exactly what she did and mm-hmm. what she's posting on Instagram, yeah. TikTok and everywhere. She would just be able to share a link to her landing itinerary and you could save it and directly do that trip, see everything that's on that itinerary on Google Maps. Um, or you can be like, oh my God, I love like 80% of this, but I also yeah. saw this other restaurant from this creator and this other museum that I want to plug in. And I want to bring my friends in so that they can add and subtract a few things. And so it's just kind of like this really collaborative um, environment. And once you guys are ready to, to take the leap and when you're on trip, you're gonna, you'll be able to see everything um, on Google Maps. And when every you know all of your friends are like, oh my god, Lucy, I loved your trip. What did you do? You don't have- <laughs> Look at me. <laughs> You're just traveling the world, doing all these things. You don't have to send them this, you know, archaic Excel or like Google Doc. You can just send them a landing link of what you did, and they can do that process over for themselves. It's just so much easier. Oh my god, Devon, I'm not even using it right now, <laughs> but I feel like you know, maybe even like three years later, when we, when I like, you know, okay, first of all, I'm so honored to interview you today because landing is going to become so huge. It's going to be the next Pinterest, the next Instagram. So like three years later, oh my gosh, I know Devon. I I know her. (laughs) I know Lucy. (laughs) I'm like, oh my gosh, remember me? Oh my god, this yeah. is so cool. I mean, because I love travel. I'm a traveler. And then yes. I so agree with you because like I do I'm a type type A person. So I, I do a lot of research. I save a lot of pins. I mm-hmm. I create an excess spreadsheet. But like at the end of the day, I just like overwhelmed. And I, I don't even yeah. like and then there's yes. no like as as you said, there's no like clear call to action that I can click book you know, just, you know, manage everything, consolidate all the information in one place. And I feel mm-hmm. like landing offers that only one place kind of solution to, for travelers. Um, totally. Like, honestly, on my Instagram and my Pinterest, I have like a lot of different folders because I love traveling. So whenever I see like beautiful places, oh, wow, this place in Bali is so cool. Oh, oh my God, Paris, <laughs> I want to go there. Bunch of them. And at the end, like, I don't even know like where to start. It's just so yeah. much, so many information. And I don't even know where I can book that restaurant. And I'm just like, yeah. at the end, I'm just, I'm just searching on Google. Okay. Where to book. And it's just like taking ages and ages at the end. I'm like, you know what? Forget about it. I'm just not going to go everywhere. So that, yeah, I'm, I'm, oh, I'm just so oh excited gosh. to hear your vision for landing and like what landing can offer 
you know, to so many travelers all around the world. You can see how excited I am. I, I'm totally yes. going to use it. Yeah. Yes. Yay. One more user. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Every I, person counts. But no, you said some keywords right there. Overwhelmed. Like people are totally overwhelmed. It's yeah. too much. And the whole point, and you just said too, you're like, then I'm just not, I'm, this is too overwhelming. I'm just not going to go everywhere. That's, that is our why. Like we, we want to help people live inspired lives through travel. And we want to remove those pain points for something that's supposed to be inspiring and like life enhancing. And it's, yeah, it's, it, we just want to help people and travel the world and, mm. and live. Yeah. Mm. Mm. No more overwhelm. <laughs> I know. Like, I feel like landing really like makes people experience their dream, like, travel i guess like you know um mm -hmm. yeah super excited so, yeah it is yeah and so that's the sort of experience on the traveler side um mm -hmm. but then thinking how the heck are we going to have this database of all of these awesome yeah uh, experiences and itineraries just as you said you know you're on instagram you're on tiktok you're on these blogs you're everywhere um but who is creating all of these content it's it's creators and it's brands right and so we need to bring them into the mix of um, being able to provide this content. And it's also going to be obviously your friends and the friends of your friends that you find their trips, but that those are our sort of main sources of inspiration. Mm. And so we, and also thinking, how are we going to make money? Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> because um, we want we, our, our, that travel planning side is, is totally free for mm. everyone. Mm. Um and, but we don't, we're also really, uh, we're sticking to our guns and in, in, in how we're, we really want to be protective of privacy. We don't mm. want to be like a Facebook um, where it's free because everyone on there is the product, right? Yeah. It's an ad model and your data is the product so that you can be served ads. Mm. Um, and mm. Yeah, true. Thinking, yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. And so we don't want to, to, we don't, we, we just don't want to do that. <laughs> and so, but also thinking of like how, where the industry is going on the creator economy side of things. Um, there's what's called a creator marketplace, which was a third party tool that sort of stemmed from all of these collaborations that were happening between brands and creators outside of the platforms. Cause you know, Instagrams, everyone, they were only focused on making money through ads, which they were making billions and billions of dollars. So why bother with that? Right. But now we're seeing, oh my gosh, there's all these creator tools being integrated. And even TikTok has their own creator marketplace in platform to connect you with creators um, to, to pay them and, uh, you know, have them be a voice for the brand in, a, in an authentic way. Mm. And so um, that sort of model, you know, sort of, it, it sat a lot better with us in terms of, you know, instead of making our users the product, why don't we instead make money from brands who have a lot um, and have them uh, pay into, you know, having access to the platform, being able to identify which creators to work with. Um, but even from the creators, we're not taking money from them where it's just a, a you know, subscription fee for brands to access the creator marketplace and then a transaction fee on top of each uh, collaboration that they do. And so just trying to be conscious of, of um, helping people travel helping creators monetize their amazing work 
and also helping brands get in touch with the creators that they should be working with. And then also having a built-in audience of exactly who they are wanting to target, which is travelers, right? And so bringing that sort of 360 together in a, in a collaborative, exciting way. Wow. I mean, like this, this is one of the brilliant business <laughs> ideas that I've ever heard, to be honest. Like there are so many cool apps and so many cool, like, you know, SaaS companies out there, but hmm. this is like, I, I heard this problem. This is so exciting. Oh. Maybe this is because like travel <laughs> industry is something that I'm really passionate about as well. But like, yeah. I think landing not only helps users like me, like, you know, travelers, but also creators as you said the creator economy is booming is yes. i think in the future maybe i i'm wrong but like in the future there are, everyone or can be a creator like will oh, be a definitely. creator if they want to right and then everyone is looking to monetize and then landing is you know if we travel landing is a place they can actually go there and they can be their own creator and then gather their own, own tribe as well and also yeah. brand size as well like it's so cool because you know, for let's say hotels, restaurants, and cafes, they need to, you know, they need to do marketing. They need to do PR. They, they do. need they need like people to visit yeah. uh, them, right? But like, I feel like for brands, they just like spend so much money in advertisement without knowing where that where that traffic is coming from, without really having mm-hmm. that like clear visibility on their revenues right how much revenue can yeah. can we really generate ROI. from that specific yeah exactly ROI but then yeah. you know if they can find a specific creator on landing to work with it's yeah. so much better it's like ROI is, is so much better for like honestly this is like the best platform for like everyone like you created like <laughs> you and Nasara created obviously the platform for to that benefits like travelers brands and also creators I feel like this yes. is a great platform. Yeah. Thank you, Lucy. Yeah. And I, I, I think also, you know, we have these, these pillars of, of um, that, hope, you know, will be expressed over time with how the company grows, but also being conscious of, you know, within those spaces, especially um, within the traveler and, and creator space, making sure that, um, you know, that there's transparency, for example, on, um, uh, on the pay between creators, you know, making sure that we have a, a very safe space and also, you know, the types of, a, of itineraries and representation of people that are in the platform. We, we want to everyone to feel like they're, they're welcome and that they see themselves that, you know, that they are, ex- the types of experiences that they're looking for are in landing. And so to do that, it, it's all going to depend on on the people that join, right? It's it's yeah. the, it's, it's it has nothing to do with us, and we're just sort of building the space, and you know we're going to be sending it out into the world, and and hopefully people people get it, and and they and they you know are sharing um, sharing their experiences there. But yeah, we we're also super excited, <laughs> yeah. and I, your your reaction is is what we're what you, you know types of reactions like the one you just had. That's that is what keeps us keeps us going. So I, I will not, um, you know, being also female founders mm. in, in a tech space yeah. is, um, is definitely a unique experience. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure, um, yes, yes. It's, yeah, very unique. And yeah, it's, it's, it's hard. Um, I don't know if, if, you, if you followed this, but 
So in 2022, it was was a slightly over 2% of all the billions and billions of dollars that are invested um, in startups went to percent less a little over two percent and then wow. 2022 that decreased to i believe about 1.6 percent um and so you know this is considering like venture capital mm. um and private investment especially and you know so this, the, the the system is not it's not built to support companies with founders that that look like us mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and so you know just to even have raised what what we have, we've raised about um, just about two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. That's huge. Um, which is, yeah, it's definitely uh, that's significant, and it's mm-hmm. it's we're extremely fortunate to to have the investors that we do. Um, you know, we did a mix of um, friends and family and crowdfunding at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, shout out to the the couple of men that invested in our oh yeah. <laughs> Um, but, um, and, you know, we have advisors and we do have, uh, allies, um, but that it's, it's been, um, it's definitely, it's been really eye opening in terms mm. of how that side of things, uh, of being a, a, a female entrepreneur and what that means in terms of like how your company can get built, how you can raise money, um, what your experience is being on these pitch calls, um, mm. and the things that people do and say. I heard a bit. I've never experienced myself, but I heard Mm -hmm. some things. Oh, yeah. We can talk about that offline. But yeah, yeah, it's it's been a journey. Um, Mm. And so that's also sort of our intention with this is, you know, know, hopefully landing becomes extremely successful. And we are definitely going to be investing in other women if it's monetarily Mm. um, or, um, you know, through our time or whatever that looks like as soon as we're in a position to be able to do that, because that's, that's how things change. Right. Um, yeah. People true. are investing in, in people that look like them. And if mm. the majority of people that have control of money yeah. work a certain way, that's, yeah. that's how, it, how it's going to continue to be. So, yeah, I think um, that's also something that's, that's sort of, I don't think we realized how hard it was going, that part of it was going to be. Mm. Um, it's probably better that we didn't know that part before. Yeah before doing this um but it's definitely it's we kind of just have it and you know part of my french but like a fuck it attitude where it's just like mm. today <laughs> was maybe today was absolute shit and we're just gonna have to I love it. you know figure it out to, you know tomorrow's a new day but that's also something that i've learned is just kind of like being neutral through this process of like if we have an awesome day like oh my god we were just shortlisted for web summit to, yeah <laughs> yeah to like oh my god that was the worst pitch call we have ever been on um someone is literally picking their nose or like you know like it's just being like neutral um and grateful throughout the process has been the sort of takeaway so far oh my gosh i'm like ooh, thank you <laughs> uh, honestly though you know i can see because i'm as a trap like, honestly i feel like investors who decided to invest in landing they are the lucky ones because like when mm-hmm. you let me think about it airbnb who knew the airbnb was going to be this huge right yeah. i mean like only people those investors and people who really saw the value and the vision in airbnb they decided to invest in airbnb and now like they are like oh my goodness <laughs> 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 <We're> <laughs> <doing> <laughs> it, right? like it's been yeah. for both right 
And I feel like people who don't see uh, the, the the mission and value of landing is that's fine. That's fine. It's just them, yeah. right? Like, <laughs> yeah. see them. They are the lucky ones. I'm sure of it because I'm a traveler. And then I shared landing with my friends. They're like, oh my gosh, like, I can't wait. Like, oh, you know, people who love traveling. Th- we can see this is gonna be huge. I'm not even. I'm not even exaggerating. I'm confident. And three years down the road, five years down the road, it's gonna be the next Instagram like for travelers. I I can see this because I've never seen anything like this. That's why like when I found you on LinkedIn, I'm like, I need an interviewer. <laughs> this is so cool. I can see this. It's gonna be big. And now I'm talking to you. You're so smart. You're oh, so strategic. You. You're so intelligent. And also, you're very creative as well. Uh, right, you have like both really unique uh, strengths. So I mean, I'm so grateful to to be able to speak with you today because I know that you're gonna be huge, and I hope you can remember me. <laughs> <laughs> you're so funny. Thank you so much, Lucy. It's super super meaningful. Of course, of course, I mean it. I mean it. Uh, <laughs> yes, I just have a couple of more questions, but you briefly touched upon the web summit. Uh, yes. You know, shortlisted at Web Summit in 2022. I believe it's in Lisbon, in Portugal. It's huge, huge uh, startup summit in the world, conference in the world. Yes. It's a huge achievement. Can you tell us more about like how you you guys were shortlisted and how competitive it was? I'm sure it was. Yeah. Yeah. Holy cow. Um, so Web Summit, yeah, it's one of the biggest tech conferences in the world. Um, at the event last November, it, there were 70,000 people. And I don't think <laughs> there were 70,000, seven zero. Yes. A uh, thousand people. And so just like the energy of that. Um, and also that being one of our like first events with a lot of other people post pandemic. Right. Oh, yeah. It was pretty, pretty intense. Um, but no, it was, it was honestly an awesome experience. And we weren't, we didn't even know that we were shortlisted until two weeks prior to the event, just to be a, a startup that attends the event is competitive. I'm um, pretty sure it's about 10% of all the startups that apply are allowed to to present or to, to be present at the event with a booth. Wow. And so there was 2,300 startups at Web Summit um, this past year. And then only 105 of those startups are shortlisted to pitch at their wow. competition. So it's a very, very selective process. We were the only travel um, startup out of all of the 105 because, you know, it's which is not surprising I, I'm in one way where it's a very technology focused event. So, but to be among that group as the, you know, featured travel one was a huge yeah. deal. Um, and then when we were sort of crunching the numbers, there was out of that 105, um, there was, we were only one of five female co-founded teams. <gasps> wow. Yeah. Wow. So I think also, yeah, it was it was awesome. The experience of being able to pitch to um, investors in a live format and, uh, and an audience um, was really good. But it, it, it was definitely we got to meet so many people from, you know, different startups in our space to like huge um, travel platforms that I won't name, but like the, the, the some of the main ones that that are that are known today. Um, and yeah, it was, it was definitely, we'll, we'll definitely be, be back for sure. 70,000 and then what? 23,000, <laughs> 2300, 2300, uh, had a booth, uh, at the event yeah. and out of 2300, 105 
were shortlisted. And that, wow. And then you, you, Landing is the only tech, uh, the travel technology company. I think that says a lot. I mean, like, Mm. that really shows that, like, Landing's technology is something very unique and something that is going to be very valued in in the market. Um, But this is huge achievement. Encouraging. Yeah. No, I mean it. I mean it. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. This yeah, we, it was it was great. Um, and we also went to two other events. There was one called Future Travel, um, mm-hmm. which was about the sort of future of travel technology. So that was, you know, right on the dot. That was in Barcelona. And there was World Travel Market in London, sort of all back to back to back mm-hmm. in that window um, where we got to meet with a bunch of um, tourism boards and really travel industry specific mm-hmm. players. Um, so, yeah, that was that was a really intense uh, couple of weeks um but it was it was definitely definitely worth it and um we were we were really uh you know appreciative being the ha- being able to have that experience wow <laughs> i can't wait yeah i can't wait to check in with you a year from today and like wow me too yeah I'm, yeah I'm- yeah. Oh my gosh. And by that time, I'm actively using landing and booking my flight in Paris. And- Flying to Paris, going to Hawaii. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> uh, yeah, I can really see that happening. Honestly, like it's gotta be. Huge. <laughs> um, Thank so you. okay, yeah, you you definitely have a, such an inspiring journey. You're such a you know so brave and you know adventurous and you know um, and such a good energy as well. Um, do you do you have a life mantra that you live by? Yeah, I have, honestly have never thought about that question until now. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, probably um, yeah, just fuck it and go. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> care. <laughs> Obviously, everyone has their hard days, but just yeah, don't. I don't care too much about everything else. If you know that's what you're supposed to do, then just mm. do it. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> yeah. It's, it may sound like easy, but like it's actually difficult because to not care about other people's opinion and how other, pe- other people's judgment, I think like that actually really stops people from taking actions and following their pursuit, I think. So this is actually mm. huge. yeah Yeah, it's been helpful so far um i have been trying to integrate more ease into my approach instead of having to push against if that makes sense to to, in terms of productivity um and just sort of easing into doing one thing at a time and having that approach which also conserves my energy in a more sustainable way um but yeah when you when it's necessary don't care and just like go for it Mhm. Mhm. Love that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, one last question. So I ask this question to all my guests. Um, okay. if there is yeah, if there's one book that you'd like to recommend to our listeners, what would it be? Um, I really enjoyed The Untethered Soul by Michael Singer. I don't know if you've ever heard of that, but I highly recommend it. I, I think I've heard of the author, but I don't think I read the book. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would really recommend that it just, it's, it's about, um, I don't want to butcher it, uh, but just sort of, um, connecting, just being more, it's 
globally about being more present um, mm. and just sort of tethering back to yourself. Uh, mm. One of the main things that I really liked from the book was um, his, this concept of like thorns mm-hmm. um, where everyone has these, what, you know, kind of illustratively these thorns and, mm-hmm. you know, you live your life trying not to touch the thorn. Oh, don't talk to me about this or that a very yeah. sensitive topic, for example, mm-hmm. and just being, giving yourself the permission to like remove these thorns so that you can just like live life in a lot mm-hmm. with a lot more ease um or another one was just you know with someone's like I'm in the mud I'm in the mud mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're just like everything's wrong there's this horrible wrong thing that's happening I'm in the mud yeah um where it's like or you could just be like I'm in the mud how do I get out of the mud <laughs> you wow. know you know my co-founder is really good at that Nasara she's wow. I told her she's like a zen master <laughs> wow but she's just really yeah just like uh Kate this is that and this is how i'm going to get out of that kind of thing yeah i definitely want to have more of that because like i yeah. have a tendency to be like oh my god I'm freaking out <laughs> everyone does it's totally it's a very human thing yeah so that's been that's been one of my uh things i'm trying to practice because there's a lot of times that you're in the mud especially as a startup founder <laughs> yeah yes 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 Wow. Thank you so much. Thank yeah, you so much. Thank you, Lucy. I, yeah, I really, really enjoyed our conversation. I learned so much from you. Um, so where can these lucky people find you and, <laughs> and learn more about landing and start using it? I know you, you, you mentioned that you're launching uh, in March uh, this year, 2023. Yeah, that's right. We're, so we're in development right now. Um, we raised just enough to uh, to get, you know, build what we needed and to get to market. Um, I will just throw this out there, uh, depending on when this episode is published, but we are, our campaign on WeFunder is open. If this is something like people think that they would like to invest in, uh, you know, as, in as little as $100, um, that is WeFunder.com slash L-A-N-D-N-G. Mm-hmm. If you see yourself as a user, uh, which is very exciting. Um, you can sign up uh, to be waitlisted for our platform at www.landng.travel. So it's landing without the I. Um, and that'll sign you up to be informed when we launch. But we are planned to launch uh, for March, late March, which is exciting. And then, yeah, on social media, we're um, landing.travel, L-A-N-D-N-G travel um, on Instagram and TikTok. And then if you want to reach out to me, um, you are more than welcome to. Um, I, my Instagram is aloha.from.paris. Um, that's L-A-O-H-A from Paris um, on Instagram. And otherwise, you can also email us at support at landing.travel too. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to link everything uh, in the show notes. So please, please, please check it out. I, you know, I, I think I, I put my address, email address in the in the wait list because I couldn't wait to use uh, landing at the, at the end of March. So please do that. If you're a traveler, you definitely want to be the first one uh, to use this amazing uh, platform. Um, and if you yeah. are, yeah, if you are interested in, if you see the value of landing that I see today, Definitely. I think like the, uh, the, 
we we fund that we founder we, mm-hmm. we founder yeah dot landing dot com landing dot travel yeah yeah uh, gonna... we founder w e f u n d e r dot com slash landing got it yeah she got it right okay that one <laughs> go check it out <laughs> And that, yeah, I'm going to link everything down. So definitely, definitely make sure to check it out. Um, yeah, it's been amazing uh, to, to speak with you. Is there anything that I missed? Anything that you wanted to you wanted to share? All good? No, we're great. Thank you, Lucy. Thank you so much, Devon. See you. <laughs> well, we're going to check in in a year. <laughs> yes, I love that plan. Thank you for joining us this week. Hope you learned something new from this episode. And now you are motivated and fired up to make your dream come true. Make sure to share with others who might need to listen to this podcast because this is something they needed to listen to to be inspired. We never know. Lastly, be sure to subscribe and follow Self Made Express with Lucy John on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. And I will talk to you very soon. Thanks for being here.